genre. Welcome back to the Cornetto Minute, the daily podcast where we investigate the gunfights, car chases, and proper action of hot fuzz one minute at a time. I'm Nick Jimenez. And I'm Scott Corelli. Today, we're about to go off on Minute 42, Natch, which begins with Nicholas telling Andy, the Andes that things aren't always as simple as they seem, and ends with Frank asking if Nicholas and Danny, if they're causing trouble. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, and we have guests again, Neil Brown and George Hendricks. Welcome back. Again? Yeah. We're back. Yeah. What? All week. All We're week. Back. We're bad. What? I knew I forgot to do something. I was to turn off my internet. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, this is, uh, this is, this is all Andy's uh, this, this minute. Um, mm-hmm. And, and we, we kind of show just like sort of how lazy they are as detectives. Like that bit where, where he's like, you need to at least... <laughs> check your client list and they're just like oh do you want us to just uh to check everyone in the village like i'll start with aaron, aaron a aronson and i like, it's like well yeah like that's your job someone's never watched csi right these guys are not detectives um aren't they, they might that have, their... well they might have their badges but in they, oh, they yeah. may be detected by rank but these guys are no detectives yes right <laughs> i i in fact i i mean i don't Watch this movie too frequently, probably not as frequently as you, Scott. Um, and I com- completely forgot that these two these two guys were in this movie. So oh, it was, a, it was an, a nice treat to kind of be reminded of that because they're fantastic. And these two guys, you know, Paddy Considine, they work and Ray, really well Rave together. Spall, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, Ray, Rave Spall probably less so, but Paddy Considine uh, must have been having a a great time doing this doing a comedic role because he doesn't get many of those. I don't think. Yeah, I don't know his 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 delivery of uh, Aaron Aronson. Just he sort of like I he stumbles on it a little, being as funny as I wanted to be, but I'm going to do it anyway. I love that that he just lives in that moment, and it's it's a perfect Mm -hmm. stumble on it. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. because these guys are supposed to be lame. They're supposed to be like bad Mm. at everything. They're bad at being a detective, but they're also like bad at making fun of them. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) the whole Kalashnikov. Bit, oh, that the, bit the back and forth. That that the the Kalishnikov thing is interesting because it's it's a cut bit from the movie. It's referencing a cut bit from the movie when they're all um, sitting around at lunch on his first day talking about uh, Nicholas's past. Um, you know, there's a bit that they cut out where they reveal that they know about uh, him uh, killing someone with a Kalishnikov. Um, and they like really like dig in deep about him, like killing a man and like how serious it was and this whole thing. Uh, and here they are, they're like literally making fun of the fact that he had to kill a man and it's like affected him very deeply. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they're yeah. just like making fun of the fact that they, he had to kill that drug dealer guy. And, and what's interesting you in do the what delivery you do. is it, the, the, the delivery this time is perfect and because they're just being kids right and so when they're being kids and they when their humor is childlike 
these guys, these characters are, are in their element. Whereas when, right. they're, when they need to be kind of a bit more intellectual in their put downs or in their thought processes, like the Aaron A. Aronson, when he, when he kind of stumbles a little through it, then they're not. And so it just tells you exactly what these guys are like. They're just yeah. two children, basically. Absolutely. Yeah, I think this is the episode where we really, or the minute of the movie, where we really see like the cracks in the Andes. Yeah. So to speak, like mm. there, we see like there are, there are there are straining to keep this facade up mm-hmm. of being detached and cool yeah and like over it because it actually is coming from a place of ineptitude and laziness right and this is like the scene where we start to find out that right right they're just they're just awful yeah they they're kind of they they have much more in common with Danny and Tony Fisher than i think you would have immediately believed given their like veneer yeah mm-hmm. absolutely and do, it's great I mean, do you guys yeah, it's like a writers room with nothing to write <laughs> do you guys get I mean Rafe's ball probably a bit more but do you guys get uh, Paddy Considine in over in the US in, in, in kind of cause I, I see him more as a British kind of thing I know you get you get some of his movies like, and stuff I but. saw him in the uh, Blitz movie I think Jason Statham and half the cast of Game of Thrones is in this weird cop drama yeah. set type thing of which I saw several years ago, mainly because it had half the cast of Game of Thrones and Jason Statham in it. Yeah. But he was in that as well. But he's yeah. always like a smaller character and stuff we, that makes its way over here from what I can tell. Yeah, he pops up occasionally, but it's literally like once every two or three years in American <laughs> cin- cinema. Very, very rarely. Like I'd say his largest role in a movie that was widely released here would probably be The World's End. Like that's right. I think right. that's it. Um, other, other than that, it's, it's all like super minor stuff. Like, like, uh, like George said. And have you personally guys been back through some of his work? Because he's, he's got some great movies. Have you seen Dead Man's uh, Shoes? No, it was something that we're actually planning on doing, uh, during the break before World's End, like as our hiatus stuff is to mm. like go through the, the, the group's other movies a little bit. Right. Um, so we're going to watch some Patty Constantine, Constantine stuff. And we're going to watch, um, uh, what's the other guy's name? Nick? Rafe Spall. No, 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 Rafe not, Spall? not Rafe, not Rafe Spall in, in World's End. The other, uh, Martin Freeman. Oh, uh, no, the other one. Eddie Morrison. There it is. Eddie Morrison. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, well, man, I did, I uh, did not remember that, uh, Patty Constantine is in Death of Stalin from last year. That was one of my favorite movies. Oh yeah. That was, uh, that was, uh, I, I didn't get to see that. I well, wanted to. He's so good at bleeding into the ensemble right. that he, you, you forget that mm. he's in stuff or you, yeah. you kind of similar, honestly, to, to, to Rafe Spall where he, he's become a very reliable character actor face. Right. Like Prometheus or what have you. Really. Like, yeah. Hey, it's him. Yeah. It's the Andes. He's in the, um, he's great in Submarine. I love that movie. Yeah. Richard uh, Ayoade. Yeah, right. Oh, Richard Ayoade. 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 He's Ayoade. he's uh he's he's really great in uh in as like the weird neighbor guy. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. In submarine. Um he's really funny in that. Uh and then he's uh he's apparently in like all the Bourne movies. He's he shows up in two. He yes. shows up in three and the weird side one with Oh, okay. Later. Yeah. Um but uh well, well for Constantine, you gotta you gotta go you gotta go Dead Man's Shoes. Because I uh-huh. think that's his best and it's it's such an awesome movie. Um, it's Shane Meadows. I mean, him and Shane Meadows have collaborated a lot. Um, 24 hour party people is great. Um, but it's not really a party concert in movie. Um, right. It's a, it's a Steve, what's his name movie. Um, but Tyrannosaur is, I mean, Tyrannosaur is his, yes, it's a Steve Coogan movie. Tyrannosaur is, he he wrote and direct, 
the Tyrannosaur. He's not in it, but it's, I mean, it's a brutal movie. Uh, if you guys ever mm. watch Tyrannosaur, you know, uh, have, have your, have your hand, you'll have your hands over your face for most of, well, for some of it. It's, it's quite brutal, but uh, just go Dead Man's Shoes. That's my recommendation. Yeah. For Patty It'd be really interesting to see him in one of those more dramatic roles like that, just because I, I, because from my perspective, he's a comedy actor, you know, but Obviously, he's not like that's not mm. what he's known for um, overseas. Mm-hmm. So it, it'll be interesting to see to experience his career in reverse, like the flip version yeah. of what most people experience it as. Um, but uh, I'm looking forward to it for sure. Yeah, and um, Rafe Spall's made Rafe Spall's made it into. I mean, he's doing quite well for himself, hasn't he? He's he's made it into some really big movies recently. Yeah, he was just in the latest Jurassic World. Yeah. He was like the yeah, villain. Yeah, and I liked him in that. that movie. I thought he was quite good in that, actually, as the villain. Yeah, he was pretty good in that. Yeah. He had a good death scene. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, he's popping up in lots of stuff now. Um, it's, uh, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh, mm. But, uh, yeah. Um, anyway, but... Uh, so, I love this bit of Danny... You know, we've talked a little bit uh, over the course of the season about Danny sort of um, parroting stuff that... Uh, Angel has said uh, that like sounds cool to him. And so he repeats this bit. He bangs on the table and repeats this bit at the perfect moment uh, about we, because we sat through three hours of so-called acting last night and the kiss was the only convincing part of it. And they're just like, <laughs> all right. Like, <laughs> they, Fair enough. I, I, yeah. Down. I love that. I love that, that, that for a moment, like Danny was like a real cop. <laughs> yeah. And it's just so rehearsed. It's so like yeah. he's been waiting, possibly thinking of like, when is the perfect moment for me to, oh, I remember this. Yeah. And he says it was such, conv- like, you know, like a memorized line. Oh, it's so good. Uh, what, 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 why from a writing perspective do, you, do they have him slam his hand down? Is it just to break up? The well, it's exactly what like Keanu Reeves little... and Point Break would do. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good cop Damn moment. Damn it, man. He's like, ah. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's him mimicking like, like movie cops, I think. Right. Is is more what it is, um. So, like from a character standpoint, I think that's what I think that's what Danny's doing, uh. But uh, and plus, it's like surprising. I guess it's it's a good it way is. to sort of like break up the conversation that's happening, yeah. Um, and uh, pull attention to Danny, who hasn't spoken in the scene up to that point. Uh, that, uh so it's true. like it like it basically it's it what it's doing is it's introducing Danny into the scene because we actually haven't seen him yet. We don't even know that he's in the room up to this point. Yeah, that's, that's true. And that's that, that and that's the that's the movie making bit, right? That's the that's the kind of we'll keep him hidden. Right. And then all of a sudden we'll wham, reveal him. here he is. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. It's a, it's a good way to establish him. Behind mm. the Andes, we can see their uh, a whiteboard of their schedule, and it is completely blank. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's how they like it. Oh, that's really good. Um, so then there's, uh, there's a bit where um, after he says, all right, like, you know, calm down. Uh, Cart- Cartwright asks, uh, what else you got? And then Angel says, Simon Skinner. And this is in the script. Uh, Simon Skinner, Wainwright. What about him? Angel. He was acting suspiciously at the collision scene. Cartwright, he runs the local supermarket. Wainwright, anything else? <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that's weird. That's all I got. Yeah, that's the only thing. And then and then that's when Angel says skid marks. Um, yeah. yeah, bringing up Skinner almost feels like too bold a move yet. Yeah, yeah, I think that's probably why they cut it. 
Um, there's a few bits this week that they're cutting because it's showing their hand too much. Got it. Um, it's a balance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the the Skinner thing uh, they cut out from uh, today's minute, and then there's there's some other extra bits uh, later in the week. Um, that do you I'll think they filmed that like, bit, okay. or do you think they do you think they cut that kind of in? I I, I think they, they did because show. the the lines are the like you can see the the connective tissue there. They just found a way to edit it out and and edit mm. it together seamlessly. There's another mm. one uh, in tomorrow's minute that's like really good, where it's like oh wow they did mm. it. There like there there's a response to a question in the movie that is a response to a completely different question mm. in the script. Right. Um, and it's, oh, it's like, it's teaser. just a really good edit, edit move. So a little tease for, for tomorrow's minute, but. And then they um, distract you with skid marks, which is how a good writer does. Yeah. Skid marks. But it's a good edit because the, the joke works better, I think. Yeah. What else you got? Skid marks. It's a much better joke without the skin of it. He's like, you had, who's the one being childish? Oh, mm-hmm. So good. I love it's, it. It's really good. Uh, and then we have uh, we have Frank uh, coming in to to see if they're causing trouble, um, which I think is a uh, is is an interesting turn of <laughs> phrase for him. It's probably his, um, his full time job is just see, making sure there's no trouble around, but yes. with his with his staff. But what what I like is that the fact that that it's not just these guys having ice cream; everyone in the oh, station yeah. is having ice cream. They mm-hmm. must have like a three thirty ice cream minute. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I think we've. I think every time we've seen Frank Butterman in his past, like maybe three or four scenes, he's had that bowl of ice cream. Yeah, well, he's had a new. Probably he's had a new bowl. Presumably of ice cream. a new bowl of ice cream. Yeah. Oh, Frank! Um, so much ice cream. <laughs> the Andes too. They were eating ice cream when we met them. And we actually see the pints of Ben and Jerry's on their desk this time. This we time do. We yeah, do. Ben and we see the we see the chunky monkey. Um, I like that. He specifically made Danny buy Chunky Monkey. Specifically yeah. that one. <laughs> the most humiliating one. The, the most humiliating. No, the pop The moon's yeah. over my hammy of ice cream. <laughs> you don't think Chubby Hubby is more humiliating than Chunky Monkey? Yeah, I'd rather say Chunky Monkey, I guess, than Chubby yeah. Hubby. Chubby Hubby. <laughs> Every time I say Chubby Hubby, I just think of King of Queens. That's the first thing that comes into my mind. Sure. Is that the name well, of see, that's the point. Because Chubby Hubby is like, you know, you're married, you're established, you're okay. It's okay to like slip into that whole dad bod thing. Whereas Chunky Monkey is just doesn't matter who you are, what you're doing, you're 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 a Chunky Monkey. <laughs> I feel I would rather if anyone ever called me, if I heard that someone's nickname for me was Chunky Monkey, I would be like, okay, it's a little embarrassing, but like okay, I get it. If I found out that someone referred me as like Chubby Hubby's, just doesn't sound. It sounds gross. If it I'm does. being really honest, it sounds gross to me. It, it does a little bit. And ch- Chunky Monkey. Just I think like Hubby Chubby is gross. <laughs> that's grosser. Well, that's grosser. <laughs> yeah. That's grosser. It's certainly. How grosser. do you think? How do you think these um, these kind of uh, pops at people's weight? Uh, how do they? How do you think they age these days? This this kind of fat shaming things. It's it's not the coolest thing to and do anymore, is it? Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't age well. I don't think. Hmm. Um, but uh, I don't know. Hmm. It's still. Uh, it's a great way to put somebody in the mindset of oh, this person's a dick. Yeah, if well, they, that's true, and that's what yeah, doing. that's true. you know, it's it's really a great way to put them right on that side of like, okay, you're being mean. Mm-hmm. We don't like you because you're making fun of someone's weight. That's yeah. not cool. It's the new so it's kick a very the good dog. Shorthand. Mm-hmm. Almost a little too shorthand sometimes. Yeah, it's the new kick the dog. Yeah, yeah. Because what's oh, interesting is and, and bad guy. And you're right. It, it's it's done in in this movie and another kind of uh, it, it, well, uh, it's done in this movie 
in a, in an okay way in that it is doing exactly what you say, George. It's make it's it's kind of making these guys look bad. But I was watching some episodes of Friends uh, yesterday just because I had nothing else on and it was just it's on in the background. And those guys are like very frequently having a popper ugly naked guy who is mm-hmm. a big guy, and they're constantly fat shaming this guy, and it doesn't hold up because these guys are not you know supposed to be they're not supposed to be dicks. But frequently are. And right. it really, for me, it doesn't hold up well at all in Friends. No. No, it, just, it definitely... A lot of things do not hold up in Friends. Like That's a lot true. of things. Uh, like all the gay jokes. Lots and uh, lots yeah. of, of homophobic jokes. A lot of the jokes in general yeah. don't hold up. That's also true. That is also I mean, you've true. you've got Chanandler Bong, and that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah. That's what's the only thing funny left in Friends. Yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So do you guys uh I guess we'll we'll I'll start with you Neil I'll save I'll save George for another episode. Neil, do you remember mm. the first time you saw this movie? Yeah, I went to see, well I don't specifically remember it uh terribly well, but I definitely went to see it at the at the movies cuz I remember seeing all of these at the cinema. Um I've mm-hmm. always been a kind of a, a a good cinema patron. Uh I do like to go and see things at the movies. And I used to live in North London, um, in Muswell Hill, which had a, a an, its own Odeon cinema. So I used to just all the time be at that Odeon uh, and had one of those, um, one of those like annual passes or something like that. It was a one of those deals where you pay a chunk and then you can just go. As, it wasn't, I don't think it was as often as you want. It was like a, f- a number of times per month or something like that. Mm-hmm. It was a long time ago, guys. Um, but yeah, it, it Went to see them all, and then I had a I had a Shaun of the Dead poster, but I didn't have the other posters. And I think Shaun of the Dead still remains my favorite one personally. Um, mm-hmm. But I do I do really I do really like this one too. Um, and I need to go back to World's End because I don't think I've seen the World's End since it was on at the at the theater. So I yeah, I'd say of of again. all of them, the World's End is the one that requires you to watch it more than once. Mm-hmm. Um, like to, to, to like really grasp it because it's really, it's a thing where when you're experiencing it the first time, there's a lot of information being thrown at you and it mm-hmm. requires you to know everything and then watch it again. And then you're like, oh, okay. Now I see why all of these right. things are funny earlier uh-huh. and why all of this makes sense and yada, yada. Like the Big Lebowski. Mm. Yeah. A little bit like the Big Lebowski. You need to see it multiple times, mm. I think. Um, but these were, for everything these were big movies. Properly. Yeah. These these were big movies when they came out, and um, you know, because it's uh, it, it they, these guys are just well loved, um, you know, British comedians, and and you know, people really went went nuts for these movies. I don't know how well did they do at the box office. I don't I haven't really ever looked. Uh, they did they did pretty good. Um, you know, Shaun of the Dead. I I think they all made a, a good amount of money relative to their budget. Mm-hmm. Um. They, uh, you know, like this was, this was only like 15 million, I think. Uh, and mm-hmm. I made somewhere around like 60 or 70, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, something like that. Right. Um, so, you know, uh, pretty, pretty good, Decent. uh, based on its budget. And I think, I think it did like exceptionally high in England, um, for, you know, mm-hmm. England by, by English standards, it did exceptionally uh-huh. high. Um, so. But I think, but I think people in the UK, Think of these movies as Simon Pegg and maybe Simon Pegg and Nick Frost movies, but definitely mm-hmm. Simon Pegg movies, but but less so Edgar Wright movies. People really? don't 
people. I, I think so because he's not in them, right? I mean, he's he's he obviously right. directs them, but I think you know the the screen time is it's it's Simon Pegg, and and I think that that's what people kind of focus on. Uh, and I don't I don't think the you know you know speak, kind of sweeping generalization here, but I don't think most people would associate them with Edgar Wright, or or really maybe even know Edgar Wright and who he is because he's not. He's not high. He's not really in the public mind, right? In the UK, I don't think. Whereas yeah. these guys, obviously, he's more of a cinephile where... name. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah. That's that makes sense. That definitely makes sense. He's no Tony Scott. <laughs> no, he's no Tony Scott. <laughs> Even he would say that. I think. <laughs> oh man. Um. But uh, yeah. So anyway. So that's uh. That's that's Tuesday in the books, everybody. Um, any right. other uh, any other uh, info on uh, on this one before we uh, move along? No, no, nope. nope. Uh, I'm good. good. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, guys. Next time you're on Amazon, we have an Amazon affiliate link. That's duelinggenre.com/slash/amazon. Uh, yeah, whether it's books or combs or plants or whatever you shop on Amazon, <laughs> uh, if you use that affiliate link, uh, we get a little bit of the cut. We get a little little. It helps us out, and that. Helps us create nice. more content for you guys. So next time you're on Amazon, use that link and, uh, you know, yeah. do us a solid. Absolutely. And while, uh, while you and mentioned dueling genre, I had the pleasure of, uh, of recording with your Rocky Minute colleagues the other day. Oh, great. Yeah. And had a Rocky's fantastic time. Those great time. Great. Yeah, we're definitely, we, we, we definitely, um, we definitely want to get Doug on the show this season because he is a police officer. So um yeah. it seems like uh that makes sense we should definitely have him on here at some point yeah, i really liked all the times that we've heard from members of law enforcement that listen to the podcast yeah yeah <laughs> so uh so i want to i want to make sure that uh i want to find a good week a good good week of police work solid police work uh-huh. Just good detective work. <laughs> yeah uh and get him on that week because i think that'll be a lot of fun but uh yeah that show's great absolutely Mm. Um, so check out check out Neil on uh, Rocky Minute, everybody, and uh, we'll be back tomorrow with Minute Forty Three for the Greater Good. The Greater Good. The Greater, greater good. good. I love struck Romeo, sing the streets of serenade, laying everybody low with a love song that he made. Find the streetlight, steps out of the shade, says something like. Hey, it's Romeo. He nearly gave me a heart attack. He's underneath the window, just singing. Hey, like my boyfriend's back. You shouldn't come around here singing up at people like that. Anyway, what you gonna do about it? Juliet, the dice was loaded from the start. And I bet many you explode.